This is the Porpoise Pod with your hosts, Brendan Tobin and Alejandro Solano. And then, of course, too, is the biggest question because he seems like he's dealing with a whole hell of a lot of stuff. He's dealing with the back injury. He's dealing with the ankle. Obviously, you have this investigation going into his head with the uh, the concussion protocol. But hearing him yesterday, the only thing that he really seemed uh, bothered by was the back, but it's the most severe thing because he says it affects the way that he throws and that it was a pretty hard game for him to get through. So, you know, I, I kind of threw out there, Solana, I'm curious about your thoughts about this yes, uh, yesterday is as much as I love the sexy matchup between Tua and Joe Burrow because it's the draft showdown, Tua's kind of on this revenge tour. I'd love to stick it right in Ryan Fitzpatrick's face. And by the way, I see him doing his little damage control this week. I'm not buying it. Um, but you're 3-0. You got two division wins. So essentially you have tie breaks right now. I don't know if it's the dumbest thing in the world if they just tell Tua, hey, sit this one out. And then we get extra rest going into the Jets game because it's a tough it's a tough ask as it is already. You You just played this grueling game. He clearly was banged up and hurt by it pretty seriously. You know, so some people agree with this. Some people think I'm soft and an idiot for thinking this. I don't know. What, where do you land on that? The idea if they almost maintenance program Tua. Yeah, I mean, Tobin, come on. Man up. What are we doing? It's, it's, it, it's the National Football League. I mean, what? Well, uh, insane. <laughs> what they do no. to their Dude, there are so many people just the bodies are falling by the wayside every <laughs> week. And I'm just like, ah, it's an extra game. You got a 3-0 and start. Maybe sit my quarterback for two weeks until he has to play the Jets. Yeah, I, I'm of the same mentality as you. You're up. You're, I mean, this has been the better than ideal start to the season. You won the first three games, and now right. you're playing the team that barely lost the Super Bowl last year. And if you, you take away what they've done this year, if I would have told you they go into the season 3-0 and and they lose Thursday night football because two is a little banged up, you would have taken that, right? Like, there's no Absolutely. doubt in my mind every Dolphins fan – would have taken I, that, but but I but think Tobin, he's going. Me, I think he's let, going to play. Like I just want to say that flat. Like yeah. hearing him speak yesterday, I don't think he's going to let them do that because I think that you sometimes you get these these things with players. I think they want to beat narratives, and I think Tua definitely wants to k- kill the durability thing, just like he wants to kill the arm thing. Like he wants to, you know, kind of burn it all to the ground and and shut everybody up this year. I'm just saying, if I'm just saying, a responsible outsider, just see, you know, that little voice in the back. Just sit him for a week and it's responsible, and then he's way better for the rest of the season. And, and it's probably like I get shouted down in a meeting room, like, man up, buttercup. <laughs> so here's why, here's why I agree with you. I do think he's gonna play because he finished the game against Buffalo, and I think he already shut down the durability thing. If you're still questioning Tua's durability after his back was probably jello in that hit, and he comes back and he hits a third and 22 to Jalen Waddle, which sets up the game-winning drive, you're out of your bleeping mind. Like, you don't know football if you're questioning durability and Tua Tungvailoa to this day. But, Tobin, here's the nickname I've gotten for myself. I had surgery. We, we've talked about it. I was yeah. on crutches. Yep. And here's the nickname that I've gotten here amongst the, uh, the Dolphins' uh, you know, media conglomerate oh, that boy. I travel with. One stitch. That's what they're calling me. What? Kimbo Camper. Kimbo Camper <laughs> coined me as one stitch. I have Nat Moore going around here. I'm in the elevator with them. Hey, it's one stitch. Look at that. Wow. There's just they, hazing going on. Even even in the, they just miss <laughs> hazing so much. They bullied me into not bringing my crutches what? on this trip because I'm I'm just rattled at being called one stitch. Bo Camper said, Solana, when I played, 
I was I was 10 years older than you. I tore my meniscus. I chopped it off. I played 48 hours later. You're three weeks post-op and you're traveling with a crutch. And <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, your... <laughs> I'm pretty sure Bo Camber could do surgery by himself if he needed to. <laughs> Just throw a little rubbing alcohol on it. He's good to go. <laughs> yeah. So um, just to give you a little mindset of how these guys think, he's playing tomorrow. Like, we're out of our mind. The only thing that does concern me, to your point, to your point, I had the quote written down here. He was asked, which injury is more pop, uh, problematic? I'm reading from the Herald, and he said it's more the back, like you mentioned. And then he said it affects everything, having to twist, hand the ball off, having to toss the ball, having to throw the ball as well, obviously. So – that is a little concerning. I'm with you. Like if Tool wakes up tomorrow and he's just saying, guys, there's no way. I'm doing everything I can, but there's no way. I'm going to go and further aggravate this injury, which could then affect you against teams you have to beat. The Jets, the Vikings, right? Like those are the teams you have to beat, mm-hmm. especially that little stretch at home when you have Houston, you have Cleveland, Sunday night football against the Steelers. All eyes will be on you. I would rather Tua be healthy for those games and not, you know, further jeopardize the future of this this uh, this run that they're on right now um, by playing tomorrow on a short week. But I I just don't I, – nah, I they don't have play. it in them. Yeah, no, I know. I, look, dude, like, look, I know you guys have beef, but even with my guy Leroy, like, he has just gotten his thumb bone fusion, bone fusion from a football injury because his thumbs literally don't work from playing football. And his mentality was, I think I'm going to get them both done. I'm like – you can't not have thumbs. He goes, yeah, but it would, it would, ha- it would, it would cut the recovery time in half. I'm like, no, you're not like, I, I had to shout him down for that because that's just the mentality. <laughs> but like, it, it's crazy. You see like Jameis Winston's playing with a broken back, Justin Herbert with his pretty hair. He's out there. Like, is he going to yeah. get a rib injection? Like they go through crazy things to go play this game. Teron Armstead's playing with basically one good foot right now. Um, and I do think it's, that it's he's barbaric. Gonna, it's barbaric. It's barbaric. It, it, it is. is. It's, it's, yeah. it, and we love it so much. It's, <laughs> I mean, like, cause if he plays tomorrow, I'm going to be like, Oh, so good. Him versus Burrow. I can't wait for this matchup, but I, I, I'm being greedy because I know that this man does not feel good right now. And how can I expect him after that game? After, after four days of recovery that he's basically supposed to go out there and, and, and perform because under the national television, he's not going to be given a break. He's going to be so scrutinized for this game. Oh, and you know, Fitzy's waiting, he's waiting, to pounce. waiting, licking for his Tua, chops. for Tua to come out, struggle a little, right? Because he's a little injured, and then he'll pounce all over him. I mean, yeah, this guy's flipping back and forth, moving the goalposts on how he's uh he's covering Tua. Tobin, you want to hear a hot take? By the way, I haven't seen many people say this. Mm-hmm. I don't think they need Tua to win this game. Really? Okay. I don't think they you need you two to win this game. You think Cincinnati's a fraud? The biggest fraud, bro. I, I, well, just preparing for this, uh, for this pod. I mean, what they beat the Jets? Okay, twenty-seven yep. to twelve. Um, Burrow looked fine, but it's the Jets. Like, wh- he got outplayed by Cooper Rush two weeks ago. Like, are we forgetting about that? They lost to the Steelers, who lost to the Patriots. Uh, like, the Bengals. I'm not saying they're trash. I'm not saying they're frauds this year. Certain teams start out slow, but they haven't figured it out. And because, you know, they put up a couple points, 27 on the Jets, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, we're going to panic? I mean, Burrow, as you say, Burrow is, I think, tied for the most sacked quarterback in the NFL. 
And yeah. if you haven't noticed, the Dolphins are really good at getting to the quarterback. Right. And, and he's not and he's not Josh Allen where like he's not that kind of big where you cannot right. bring him down. Like he gets his ass kicked during games. I, I do feel comfortable. I'm not saying I don't want Tua to play. We both agree. We want him to play selfishly. And we both think he's going to play because that's the way these guys are built. Mm-hmm. But you're telling me that Dolphins can't go in on Thursday night football, dominate a game with their defense, and beat this Bengals team with Teddy Bridgewater being a game manager. Right. And, uh, and, and- Well, I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Uh, I, I we'll get to it because I do want to finish on the Burrow thing. But the thing that I think you're right about with him is, yeah, he is definitely – it, he is a guy who gets sacked a lot. He's also a guy like Tua who likes to extend plays, so he leaves himself susceptible to that. But I think where him and Tua kind of uh, differ is, you know, you know, this guy is not exactly a caretaker of the football. Like he he can be prone to those uh, those picks of trying to make things happen too. Like, and um, I think for that, you know, you have a, a ball hawking defense, a defense that gets after the quarterback, and an offensive line that was supposedly revamped, but seems like the struggles have continued. Yeah, they have absolutely dynamic weapons. I mean, as dynamic in the league. You could probably put them in the Dolphins. You're talking about some of the best, uh, the best two receiving cores maybe in the league together coming up on uh, on Thursday night. But um, yeah, I, I think that they have definitely shown some vulnerabilities that the Dolphins can take advantage of. Yeah, and and I mean, I don't think anybody is is afraid of their weapons. I mean, like obviously Jamar Chase is a stud. Boyd had a really good game against the Jets. Uh, he had four receptions, 105 yards, and then Higgins kind of had his best game of the season: five receptions, 93 yards. Um, like they're good, those weapons, but no, they're great. I mean, they're great weapons. I can't, I, I know as much as I'll, 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 I'll take a dump on anybody, but that, those weapons are insanely good. <laughs> they're insane. Dude. Right. That, but, but that, feel, that's, that, is, that is a fleet. So, now I will say the argument for the dolphins, like the dolphins are just like pure speed. It's just like, it's so unbearable to cover. We have seen this now three straight weeks where <laughs> you're not going to get these guys held down for an entire game. It's impossible. Yeah, yeah. I'm just riding this high where like Cater Cahoo's playing out of his mind. Xavier Howard is Xavier Howard, and he's going to be able to neutralize Jamar Chase. And then, you know, Nick Needham will do the Nick Needham thing where he'll play a really good to above, you know, great game. Uh, I was going to say above average, like just a, an above average great game. Um, yeah, like I'm I'm just riding this high where where I'm I'm unable to to I guess approach this rationally because Man, like we just beat the Bills. You know what I mean, Tobin? Like I, mm-hmm. I, I, I guess I'm being blind. Thursday night football. I, I'm just not afraid of Cincinnati. And again, I could eat my words. Since he can come out, have the best game of their season, and this could be one of those games that turns their season around. And the Dolphins are banged up, and it is what it is, right? You're on the road. You're really not supposed to win this game, but you're not. But I'm not doing fine. the Bills fan thing. I'm not going to make excuses before the game starts. I just think that. What the Dolphins have bought themselves, if they wanted to, is if you wanted to, if there was, with, with there being an extra game now in the season and this being the one on short rest and you took care of your business the first three weeks, if they wanted to do that, I would understand. You don't, yeah. re- you rarely get these NBA like opportunities where you're like, Man, maybe we should just, you know, almost take a break on this one. Now, I, I think that with all we have said about this mentality of the sport, it ain't going to happen. But I do wonder now if it did happen, let's say it did happen, or let's just even say Tua can't go. Like he wakes up, the back's locked up tomorrow. You mentioned Teddy Bridgewater. I have not seen this man be good at football at any point this season. 
I have not seen him be good in the preseason. I did not see him look good in camp. I did not see him look good in the two passes that he had in this past game. I have seen Skylar Thompson look really, really good. And there's no film on him. And I feel like if Tua was not to play, I feel like they should start Skylar Thompson. If they were if they were to go into this, and I know that sounds crazy. It's a primetime game. He has never taken a real NFL snap. But I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is any good anymore, dude. And I think that it's it, – I know that's tough to hear because he's loved down here locally. He's a great dude. He's out there in the community. That's all great. But I haven't seen him look a, 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 a single snap good at quarterback so far, either in practice. And I, I was at a lot of training camps this year. I did not see him looking in the preseason, and I did not see him looking in those two drives. And so I'm just saying if Tua Tagovailoa cannot play tomorrow, I think Teddy Bridgewater should remain the backup, and I think they should start Skyler's the limit. Listen, Tobin, nobody has been on the Skyler train longer than I have, first of all. I'll start there. So mm-hmm. I love that you bring this up. And second of all, if there was a coach that had, as Tyreek Hill would say, the Cocojones – Yep. To do something like this, start a quarterback when you have a proven backup in the NFL, regardless of how that one series looked. Because let's be real, that was a bad spot for Teddy Bridgewater to it come was. in. So, I, you but know, small... in fairness, that's what he's there for. Like true. he is true. I know, true. but it... you know, like that's that's what Teddy Bridgewater is there for. And I just don't know, dude. I just don't think that Teddy just looks washed to me. Like I, I think that's just what it is. Like he's he's a guy who's been through a lot of injuries in his career, and I don't know. He just I just haven't seen a guy look very good at football this I'm, year. I'm I'm with you though, but 99 coaches out of 100 would do what? They'd play it safe. Definitely. They'd start the proven backup, and they'd go into Thursday night football again if Tua can't go with the guy who has NFL snaps and has shown you throughout the course of his career he can win you this type of game. I'm not Definitely. saying he always will, but he can win you this type of game when the other option is, like you mentioned, a guy who put together a nice highlight reel. In oh, the preseason. So good, though. That, dude, it was enough to win him a roster spot, though. But Tobin, if there's one guy who has the Cocahonas to do it, a big old wheelbarrow, and not tell anybody until 8 15 tomorrow, it's our guy, McCoachin.